The Mishnah tells us in the beginning of Mesechtas Rosh Hashanah, the Mishnah says, Arba Rosh Hashanah mein. There are four Rosh Hashanah. We skip to the end of the Mishnah. Be'echod b'shvat, on the first of Shvat, Rosh Hashanah le'ilon, k'divrei b'shamay, b'shilal oimim b'chamisha osa boy. Tu b'shvat. So here we have the Makar for Tu b'shvat, being shtekala yomtev, Indian of Rosh Hashanah, and there is a tremendous amount that we have to discuss by Ezra Hashem in the Indian of Tu B'Shvat, in the Indian of Halacha, in the understanding what the Yom is all about, the Siyat Adishmai. So we're going to start with a little bit of an understanding what is Tu B'Shvat. Now I know in Chutzlar it's not as big as a deal over here in Eretz Yisrael. Over here in Eretz Yisrael there are some places in America where it is, that's true. There are some places in Chutzlar that it also is. But in Eretz Yisrael it's Mamashi Yomtev. You'll find people walking around with their bekishes, you know, some, with their stramlach, there's tishim by the rebbers. It's mamash ayontav. So we have to understand what is this tubishvat all, all about. A lot of people grew up that, you know, maybe in school they said a few brachas, whatever it may be. They ate a couple of neat pieces of fruit and magazine, spoke rubber, go on with your life. Tubishvat lemais is much deeper than that. And I think if we understand a little bit about the yom, a bit about the day, so in Hashem, Wednesday night, the Siata Dishmaya Boa Lenu Latoiva. We will be having a Gavaldiga to Bishvat and we'll actually understand what we're doing as well. So, the first thing Chazal tell us is Kia Odom eats Hasoda. Very interesting how a human being, an Odom, is compared to an eats Hasoda as compared to a tree. What's the comparison? So, the Svarmakdoshim being down, the comparison being as follows. Just like a tree stands for decades and decades producing more and more fruit, so to ourselves. We may only be here physically for a number of years, but our offspring, our generations, that which we produce lasts a lifetime, lasts for many, many decades. And we have to ask ourselves, what are we producing? Are we producing that which we were created to produce? Just like a tree has to be nurtured, has to be worked on. You can't just plant a sapling and say, off you go, Zaygazin, we'll see in a couple of years. It doesn't work that way. Every tree has to be nurtured, every tree has to be watered, has to be pruned, has to be... There are various avoidance hakarka, there are various, you know, agricultural laws that have to be applied to the tree. It has to be worked in order to have beautiful, geschmack, juicy fruit. So to a human being. Also has to be nurtured. We have to be worked on. And that's why the Adam eats Hasadah, we are considered to be like trees. What's the pshat that Rosh Hashanah Le'ilon is on Tu B'Shvat. Says the Yismach Moshe. What happens on Tu B'Shvat? What happens on Yud, on Tesvav uh, Shvat? So he says it's the Zman of the Chanata of the trees, of the, tre- of the papers, which means when the fruits start to sprout. You're not going to see any fruit actually on the tree during Tu B'Shvat, but it's when they start to sprout. And there's always a Chashash that the owner is going to say, It's me! Look at what I did! Look at this beautiful tree, look at this beautiful fruit, this Kavaldik, these juicy apples, these beautiful grapes, these oranges, these pomegranates. Ah! Kavaldik! No. A person has to realize where everything comes from. A person has to realize where everything sprouts from, who's the owner of the world, and that's why they convey this day to be like a Rosh Hashanah to remind the person. Just like a Rosh Hashanah, we come in front of the Rabbani Shalom that we were created by, and we give Din Vacheshbun. So too. We come with our fruits and we realize who's the master of the world, where everything comes from, and that's what the Yismach Yisrael says. One of the Pshatim 
in the Minig Yisrael, which is brought down in the Mogad Abraham, in Shin Chav Dalet Yud, to put food for the birds before Shabbat Shabbat This week, Parshas Peshalach, Shabbat Shira, Mogad Abraham brings down the Minig to put down a little bit of animal food, bird food, for the birds on Erev Shabbos. It's called on Shabbos, you do it on Erev Shabbos. What's the Pshat? My brother, listen to this Pshat. That's such a beautiful, beautiful idea. Have you ever noticed how little chicks, little birds eat? How do they grab their seeds? What they do is they, they're standing, they're walking, they're going, and they poke their head down, they pick the seed, boom, their head is up. Straight away. And it normally goes upwards in order for them to swallow that which they ate, right? The seed, right? It's an amazing thing. Just, just think about how the Rabbanishon created them. What's the message for us? What's the message for us is that our parnasa. Of course we have to do Ishtadlis. Of course we have to go out there. We have to do what we have to do in order to make a parnasa. But make the parnasa and look up. Just like the bird picks from the seed and immediately the head goes up, it looks heavenlyward, we have to do the same thing. We make our parnasa, we make our money, we have to do our Ishtadlis, 100%, but then look up. Look up at who's running the world. That's what Tu Bishvat is all about. That is the Yisoyed of Tu Bishvat. As I mentioned, it's a shtikal yontav as well. Rashi brings down on the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah that after the time of Tu Bishvat, most of the rain has fallen already and most of the sap is already up in the tree giving the nourishment to all the trees. It's a Gemara Gazach. Many people start Masechtas Megillah on Tu Bishvat because it's Sloshim Yom Kodim Achag, 30 days before Purim, and a person can start learning the Inyanim of the Megillah. Some people start Masechtas Megillah. Tzadikim and Rebbers would wear Big Day Shabbos on Tu Bishvat. Mamish, Rosh Hashanah, as I stated in the Mishnah. Obviously, Shochanach in Kuf Laman Aleph, Sikot Vav says that we don't say Tachnun on Tu Bishvat because it's a Yontuf, right? And anything like that. The Rishon Rebbe, the boy said, Moyu the Gazach, the Rishon Rebbe. The Rishon Rebbe said that just like we need an Elul, before Rosh Hashanah, to prepare, to be a couple, to get ourselves ready. So too, we need a shave of him before Tu Bishvat. And that's why, because a person is judged on this day. Now, what's the minig? What's the minig of eating fruits? Right? We all know there's a minig, and we're Be'ez Hashem in the yeshiva. We're going to try to makayim the minig. We're going to try to makayim the Arizal, Be'ez Hashem, the famous Arizal of 30 fruits. We're going to try even this year to try to the minig. Where does it come from? So Mr. Abram brings it in some Kuf Lamad Aleph, Mr. Bru also, that the minig of Ashkenazim actually comes from the Chachomim in Svas at the time of the Beis Yosef already. So we're talking about a minig that was already come up by the time of the Rishonim, Beis Yosef being one of the last Rishonim, and this is brought down B'Shem, the time the, some of the Chachomim in Svas at the time of the Beis Yosef, that minig is on Tubishva to eat a lot of fruits of the tree. Why? So we have a Yushalmi at the end of Masechtas Kedushin, where the Yushalmi says that a person is going to have to give din b'cheshven of not enjoying the Rabbi Nishram's beautiful world. You're going to get to Shemayim, the Rabbi Nishram is going to say, did you go to my beautiful Alps in Switzerland? Did you see the most beautiful waterfall in, in, in Niagara, wherever it is? Did you see the most beautiful creations? It's the same thing, by the way, we spoke about the Dafiyemi, right? The Rabbi Nishram is going to say, did you see my beautiful Masechtas Cholin? Did you see my, my beautiful Masechtas Nadarim? No, I was just learning Yeshivish and Masechtas. No, but did you see my beautiful Masechta? The Rabbi created the most beautiful Masechtas, the most beautiful world. Did you look at it? Did you enjoy the fruit? Did you eat that grape? Did you eat that kumquat? Huh? We'll get to it. Be'ez HaShem, to Makayim, that Rizal's Minig of 30 fruits. Why do Rabbi create the world for us? Rabbi created the entire world for us. Did you enjoy the world? Did you look back and enjoy the world? 
Okay, that's two mishvats. Why do you create poisonous fruits? Fruits Other people can. The animals can eat it sometimes, and they get nourishment from that. Doesn't necessarily us, but other people can, and that gives us nourishment. And it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Now. Um, the minig, according to the Arizal, is to have a, li- a minimum of 12, and some hold, I'll turn Modic, as it turns out, Modic, listen to this Maisa, Gavaldi Gavaldi The Meir Arik said over this Maisa, that when Ali Gabal Shemtov founded the Hasidic, the Hasidic movement, so he actually received a summons in Bastin, to go in front of Bastin in Brod. And uh, the Bastin over there was headed by Rav Chaim HaKoyen Rappaport, and the Balshemtov made the trip, Mamish bang smack in the middle of the winter, together with one of his Talmidim, Rev Zev Wolf Kitsis. They were on the road, and the place was full of snow, and everything was desolate, there was nothing there, it was freezing, snow everywhere, it was unbelievable. It happened to be Tubishvat. Now, the Balshemtov obviously wanted to be kind of mini Yisrael, right? In the middle of a forest. There's no way they're receiving any fruit whatsoever. There's no way they're getting fruit whatsoever. How are they going to make a Shechayonu? Many of the Tzadikim like to try and make a Shechayonu on the day of Tu Bishvat, which Be'ez Hashem will try to get to. So what the Boshem Tov did was he approached one of the leafless trees and he began to do, to do some of the Rosh Hashanah davening. In the middle of this chanting of the Rosh Hashanah davening, all of a sudden the most beautiful, fresh, juicy dates sprouted on this leafless tree in the middle of the winter, in the middle of a snowy forest. Right? And he started and he said a shachiano and he started eating them. So could you imagine fresh dates in such a forest at this time of the year? It was unheard of. It doesn't make any sense. So one of the Balshemtov's Talmud that was traveling with him, a wolf, decided, aha, they're going against the Balshemtov. Here's the opportunity. Here's the opportunity to prove the Balshemtov that the Balshemtov is right. So what did he do? See, so he took all of these dates and he put them in a box. He says, we're going to take them to the basin in Brod. And we're going to show them who's boss. We're going to show them that Shandov is a miracle worker. The Rabbani Shem loves what he's doing. And he's able to do everything. Look at the dates. Come to the basin. And he gets up and he says, I want to show everyone. I'm going to validate the Balshemtov before you go against him. I'm going to show the Balshemtov was right. He opens up the box. And there's just water there. There's just water. Water floating there. There's nothing there whatsoever. So he came to Balshemtov. He said, Rabbi, I was about to prove you right. I was about to show everyone. And the Balshemtov said to him, you have to understand. We're not here in this world to perform miracles and to show that people that we're right. We're here to show and try our best in Avodah Hashem. And that was his Avodah Tubishvat. His Avodah Tubishvat was to do whatever needs to be done. We need fruit, we're going to get fruit. And that's the minute. So, there's a lot to discuss and there's an Indian on, on Tubishvat itself, as we're going to say, talking about the Indian of eating fruit. But there's a lot also that we have to discuss as well. The, um, the Indian is brought down is that the coincidence, although it's no coincidence, obviously, that Tu Bishvat falls around the Zman of Shevim. Shevim was speaking about Be'ez HaShem Sunday night, but in the Shevim from Shemois till Mishpatim, which is a specific time for Tshuva. And the reason for that is because on Tu Bishvat there are many Shailas. A lot of people don't know these Shailas. A lot of people don't even know these Shailas exist. And therefore, a person has a special Siyat of the Shema, the Yisrael V'Shoyosh V'Avoida brings down. Yisrael V'Shoyosh V'Avoida, by the way, was not Hasidish. He's one of the Iketamidim of the Vilna Goim. But he brings down at the end of his shtickle on Shavivim that he says, during this time, you know what we have to work on? Brachas. Our Kavana during Brachas. 
And there's no coincidence that Shavavim comes together with Tubishvat, because Tubishvat is an opportunity that we can work on brochas, we can work on our Indian brochas, we can work on recognizing where everything comes from. As the Maral writes in Gu'arie, the Yesoid of a brocha is to thank the Rabbeinu Shalom for everything we have. The Kavachayim brings down the Indian of eating fruits on Tubishvat. And the Kavachayim, again, it's on Pikabolak, whatever, Narizal, and he explains that when a person makes a brocha on the fruit, He's blessing the Rabbani Shalom, he's blessing that which the Rabbani Shalom is making, and he's recognizing everything comes from Hashem. And therefore, Rabbi said, there are three shilas that we have to deal with, which basis in the next few days we're going to deal with. Shilah number one, which order do you have to eat fruits? That's shilah number one. Shilah number two, making a Shechayonu. What do you make a Shechayonu on? And Shailah number three is Be'ez Hashem going to be the Shailah of Bedikas Toloim, making sure that we don't have bugs in our fruit. Again, all of these on Nogea to the Indian of Tubishvat, as we'll explain Be'ez Hashem. Tomorrow we'll start the Halachas, but today we're just trying to understand what is the Yom of Tubishvat. Have a wonderful Mishmakadeh.